0: Welcome to the Snooze Crew. My name is Ryan. And my name's Darren. Hey, how are you doing?
1: Doing good. Can you believe this is already our 13th episode?
0: Actually, I can. I've suffered through a dozen of them already, so.
1: (laughs) 13's bad luck, though, man. I don't know. Are we going to be able to get through this episode, you think?
0: I looked up. The number 13. Did you? On Wikipedia. You really like? Yeah, Wikipedia is a good source for info. It, it's it's almost a, as
1: good as... What was that other website you used all the time?
0: <laughs> I forget I what it was called. It, it lists everything to do with the number 13. And we all know it's the prime number or a uh-huh. prime number. Sure. It's, the, it's called the smallest... Immerp
1: immerp? <laughs> what is that?
0: It's, it's a prime number that is a different prime when its digits are reversed.
1: <laughs> That's so, awesome. So i Emerp never heard of that before.
0: It's just a prime. The word prime, it reversed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: is that, that a real it, word, though? Is that says,
0: actually? It says the smallest immerp I've never heard of that before. Wow. That's cool. Uh, I a, never heard of that either fibonacci number mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay and it says it's a happy number so in i feel happy number, right now in, in number theory uh is that beta dash happy number is a num- natural number in a given number base that oh this is too much that I, sounds
1: very mathematical
0: oh, yeah you, you'd appreciate that. I,
1: I can't I tell if it's the 13 or the beer I, I'm having that's and, making me happy right
0: now. That's right. And they call it a lucky number, right? Where? It says, what? in number theory, a lucky number is a natural number in a set which is generated by a certain, quote, sieve. This sieve is similar to the sieve of... Era. Oh, my goodness. It generates primes. But... You know what? I don't want to read any more of this. What, is this a this. fucking this is... math lesson? What the
1: hell? <laughs> this is supposed oh, hey, to be a comedy hey, podcast. It's, 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 it's hilarious that I was
0: trying to pronounce those words. Okay.
1: okay and then so it goes why in... is
0: it a bad luck where we live? Why is number 13 bad luck? I don't know. It, it's got, in religion, It's there's a whole bunch, like Islam, Christianity, Sikhism, Judaism. Um, they, they, they all have something that 13 signifies, Right. And not bad okay. stuff. And then Unlucky right. 13. Mm-hmm. It was the the end of the Mayan calendars 13th, they call it back was superstitiously feared as the what was coming after 2012. Remember where everyone's like, 2012? Well I, you and I weren't. We okay. were like, let's go 2012. No. And then nothing happened. So, right? And then there's a phobia of the number thirteen. <laughs> I gotta try to say it: triske Wow, I butchered that. It's tris triske It It's hmm. a word coined in 1911. I probably mispronounced everything up to phobia wrong. It's <laughs> this. The, the, they it's suffer. the thirteen phobia. These saw su- these people. Try to avoid bad luck by keeping away from anything labeled 13. That's why you don't see 13 in a lot of elevators.
1: Mm-hmm. The 13th floor goes Did you know they the actually floor. built like a little bit of a floor in between there? Like between the 12th and the 14th? They like one you actually... just
0: crawl on your hands and knees? Yeah, like, well, not, no even. Really short not even. Not even.
1: Like it's just like a little airspace so that they have a 13th floor. Did you know what? that? Well, because if you just went 12, 14, the 14th floor would really be the 13th floor, right? You wouldn't actually have... Uh, avoided that 13th floor anyone on the 14th floor would actually be on the 13th they actually have a little gap there that they build
0: true story put little apartments in there and sell them for like really cheap (laughs) (laughs) like you just crawl (laughs) those
1: really tidy apartments (laughs) like they have in like tokyo or whatever
0: yeah just just get on your hands and knees the door opens it's halfway you just have Mm. to crawl down underneath the floor Mm -hmm. and But Tokyo,
1: I don't think 13 is a bad number there. In fact, I think the bad number in Japan, isn't it four? The number four? Doesn't four represent death or something in Japanese culture? I'm not sure.
0: I don't know. October, Friday the 13th. In Tokyo? October 1307. King Philip of France arrested or ordered the arrest of the Knights Templar and they were tortured and killed. What Maybe year was this in? That was uh, 1307. Hmm. Oct- October, Friday the 13th. Huh. Interesting. That would make that a bad day. For some people. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, enough of that. So I, so I uh,
1: wanted to share something with you that I thought was kind of cool. Okay. For the first time, I fell asleep listening to this news crew. <laughs> what? It worked? (laughs) I I did the thing where I had the left earbud in, right? And I just have my right earbud just in the case, and I just listened to my left earbud. Okay. And I was listening to, I don't remember, it might have been episode 10. Because I literally do listen to these to fall asleep, asleep, believe it or not. Okay. So I'm listening to episode 10, and I fell asleep. But I woke up, probably about an hour and a half later. (laughs) And it was still going on. I don't know what it was, episode 12 or something. And I'm like, what the frick? This is still, (laughs) because on Spotify, it just keeps playing them one after another. So it woke me up. So here's the problem. It put me to sleep, but it also woke me up.
0: So it's just annoying enough to wake you up again.
1: Yeah. At which point I just put away my earbuds and went to actual sleep. But I was kind of, I thought it was newsworthy to mention that I did fall asleep to this News Crew podcast. So we have had some measure of success in that regard. Wow. Speaking of success. Yes. Our audience is growing. What? Uh, yeah. On Twitter, I've built up our audience. Uh, I've got some followers on there. And uh, I think I've got it up to, it's more than 20 followers now. A number of whom are comedians. Um, and the, the, it's growing. One of the comedians who is following us, a pretty funny guy, actually, Freddie G. He's a stand-up comic. Stand up hey, comic. G. Yeah, and you can follow him at Orange Freddie G. He had a comment the other day that I was thought was pretty funny where he was talking about Canada, and he said that you know, Canada being a placid country, and he cited a an uber fact, which is basically a statistic. Said about eight percent of Canadians have had sex in a canoe. <laughs> to which the snooze crew podcast replied, not well, I I replied. You were <laughs> No, I, I I didn't ask you. I just replied, I said, I'm in the 92%. What? To which he said, there's still time this summer. <laughs> And then I mentioned that I had those kayaks, (laughs) 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 which led me to think, Kate, how is this going to work with a kayak? That could be kind of awkward. And does it have to be in water? Like, could I just put the kayak out in the backyard somewhere? (laughs)
0: I'm guessing you haven't had this conversation with Carol yet. (laughs) (laughs) You've got this plan going on in your head, completely (laughs) leaving Carol in the dark. She's just going to come out one day. Both kayaks are going to be on the top of the van. And you're like, let's go, honey.
1: (laughs) Whoa, on top of the van, no less. Wow. I thought it was going to be awkward just on the ground.
0: Jeez. You got to take it to the lake.
1: (laughs) Uh, You would do that on water? Let's see, this is the question I had was is this happening in water? Like just because they're having sex in a canoe doesn't necessarily mean they're on water. They could be just canoe there right at the shore doing this. Activity, let's say.
0: That would be have to be a qualifying question in the the, the questionnaire they gave all Canadians to, to answer. I don't remember getting that questionnaire, but maybe you did. I don't know how they came up with that. But that's, that's I was never asked.
1: It's from some kind of sample. I don't know. Maybe it was and one then, of those yeah.
0: those uh, calls that I got from from um, uh, Revenue Canada. They're threatening to arrest me and throw me in prison for not paying. Yeah, I've anything. had a few of those. And and they were going to ask, "Have you done it in a canoe lately?" <laughs> 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 and I missed out on the questionnaire. <laughs>
1: and you hung up, and they count that as a no. Yeah. That's why it's ninety two percent
0: no. Yeah, because really, up here in Canada, cutting it's off like. Home. That's that's our weekend activities, right? Pretty much, yeah.
1: But no, sad to say, I am in the ninety-two percent. Hmm. But I don't feel too bad because that's you know, well, it's most of us, frankly. Uh, but yeah, no, our Twitter following's been growing. You know, did you hear about that big Twitter hack that happened the other day where, uh, like, yeah, Bill Gates and Elon Musk and Kanye West and all these guys, they got their accounts taken over by some guys who were saying oh hey if you give us bitcoin uh we'll give you twice as much back do you remember did you see that
0: yeah that's why i haven't signed up for twitter and haven't signed up for our uh, podcast feed because they're gonna that those guys are gonna steal my uh, twitter account and try to get money out of people and they're gonna blame Mm. me well i just wanted to
1: reassure our listeners snooze crew podcast was not compromised you know, as much as it's, you know, a veritable honey pot <laughs> with its large audience. Uh we were not attacked. We're perfectly safe. We don't have the little blue check mark yet either, you know. I'm hoping to get that sometime soon. Um but I did also want to say, you know, if you do give us bitcoin, I can assure you you will not get any back.
0: <laughs> All donations are permanent. <laughs> <laughs> No, see, if I get a Twitter account, I heard this happens to people, is mm. people read stuff and before they think, they type something back and re- and tweet back and I'll get okay. mad about something, I'll tweet something really angry back at someone I've oh. never, I don't, right? And then I'll get fired from this podcast. So I, mm. I value my position here hmm we've made it through a dozen episodes we'll see if we get through this one and i don't want <laughs> i just want to protect everyone from myself and my and protect my position from everyone else so right because i mean
1: not... once they're out there they're out there you i mean you can delete them but someone's already seen the tweet at that point usually except in our case i don't know if anybody actually sees our tweets well you do Oh, that's right. My other account sees them and then I'll take a picture. Your of Your other and then six I'll, accounts I'll you opened
0: you. up so we could get our numbers up.
1: <laughs> no, we got legit followers, man. We got like a dozen comedians who I followed them. And so they're doing me a favor, following
0: me back. I don't know if they've actually listened to anything. They're listening anything. to us to try to get good material. Uh, sorry, guys. <laughs> we suck. <laughs> yeah.
1: Just so you know, ahead of time, this is not worth listening to. If you're just trying to pilfer comedic material. <laughs> I'll save you the trouble. (laughs) Uh, Well, so then I was also thinking about, you know, how we talked about geocaching last time and you were saying how you didn't have kids. And so therefore there would be no reason for you to go geocaching, you know, because it's like kind of a family fun thing, you know, and I thought, you know, it is kind of true. Like I don't do it anymore now that my kids are grown up. I would probably never do it. You know, I'm not going to go with you, for example, as an adult. And that got me thinking, what other things do people do with their kids that as adults, most of us never do anymore. But then I thought, you know what, though? There's those things that when I did have young kids, I would see people doing as adults without kids. And I was like, what the hell are you doing here? For example, (laughs) take my kids to the water park. So I take my kids to the water park. And of course, it's fun with your kids to go to the water park. But what the frick is like some 40-year-old guy doing at the water park by himself?
0: I'm testing out my new Speedo.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So you go to a water park, you frequent water parks without taking along like, you know, little nephews, nieces, whatever. You just go there as an adult?
0: Not, not this summer. No, actually, I have never gone to a, a water park by myself. I keep trying oh, to get people fun. to go with me to the water park, but they look at me like I'm weird. So I've given up. Yeah. yeah. Maybe they okay. don't want to see me in my new thong speedo.
1: <laughs> Fair enough. Especially after going down one of those really steep slides. <laughs> thong t- tends to <clears throat> push up a little bit from the force. Of water. There's that one slide there. I don't know if you've ever been there in the mall where there's the one slide where literally you have to cross your legs. Yeah. Or you can get damaged. If you you know what I'm talking about? I've been down it. <laughs> that explains
0: a few things. <laughs> <laughs> Head first. I, I, that one was, that's a classic screamer. That one. Uh, that that's what it's called, there. isn't
1: it? Isn't it called the screamer?
0: I don't know, but I cream. but I was also much younger. I was you like didn't have 30, your legs crossed. 37, 38. <laughs> no, we, we used to go as kids, right? Just sure. there for a bit.
1: <sighs> yeah. And the other one I thought about was, you know, like amusement parks, like Disneyland. Like, okay. I get going there with your family, with your kids, but I mean, I personally know people who go there as adults without any kids what the fuck are you doing at disneyland without kids
0: I, uh, well, it's it like was going my... to chuck e cheese and like sitting there by yourself and having a pizza like what are you doing that's where i went on my honeymoon <laughs> is that true is that actually true? <laughs> yeah. Well, we were in Without... Florida. Wow! When I got married, I was we were in Florida, and... but you didn't
1: spend the whole time there. You went there for like a day or something. And...
0: Well, it doesn't matter, does it? We were going down there to check. We were checking things out, and she she never uh, had been to Disneyland. So I'm like, let's go. I, I can mean... see going there once out of curiosity.
1: I honestly can understand that. Yeah,
0: and and yeah, but I mean, like going back. That's what back happens when you get married. When you're like sixteen. <laughs> Okay, so you were kids. You weren't even legal. <laughs> I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't rent the <laughs> rental car when we went on our honeymoon <laughs> down in Florida.
1: <laughs> That's right, because don't you have to be like twenty-one or something to rent a car?
0: It was twenty-five.
1: Twenty-five.
0: Yeah, I think at yeah, twenty-one yeah, yeah. they charge like two hundred dollars a day just to Ooh. let you drive. So, I'm like, ah, nah.
1: Well, you know, and then there's the other one that, for me, I just would never do as an adult without kids. Now, I know there are plenty of adults who do, and for this, some people might get really defensive, is uh, camping. I just don't get it. Why would you want to go camping as an adult just with other adults? like, I get it when it's with kids, because, you know, it's kind of a fun, different experience, and you enjoy that as a parent, or, you know, if it's with your nephews or nieces or whatever you enjoy it as, you know, taking them for a treat of a different experience, but as an adult, why? Darren, why do people do this?
0: Don't you get tired of that comfy bed you have at home and the ability to turn out the lights and that you have food readily accessible downstairs as well as a bathroom with running water. Don't you just get fed up with that and think, I want to turn back time about 150 to 200 years and just go out in the bush, fall asleep on the ground with some light covering that doesn't even keep out, you know, the crows if they really want to get at you and go to the bathroom anywhere you want. (laughs) I mean... That's, we all need to enjoy that. I think. Are you a camper? Do you like camping? I bought a tent about six, seven years ago and it's still in the box. <laughs> wow.
1: Okay. So it was one of those impulse buys, like my kayaks.
0: I've always wanted to be a camper. I've always wanted to be. And so I go through the camping section of the stores and, mm-hmm. and like Big Bass Pro Shop mm-hmm. and, I look at the camping gear and I think I should get that, 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 and that. I'm like, I have not camped since I was a kid.
1: Mm. See, I like the outdoor activities stuff, but I just wouldn't want to sleep there. Like, go out to the lake for the day, come home.
0: You go sit by the campfire, get totally smoked out. Mm. So you're sweaty, you're smoky. You crawl into a, a small confined space that zips up, known as a sleeping bag. And you put up with yourself for the three and a half hours you might get sleep because oh, yeah. I, the, the I light comes well up camping. at four, four thirty 30 in the morning here. And the, the birds start going at it at like three in the morning. Yep. And yep. then the, the neighbor's dogs are running around the campground, sniffing your head through the tent, tent flaps. Like, it's just like, it's perfect. I think you need to go back out and experience it again.
1: Not happening. Yeah. I'm more of the the hotel type guy. Of course, you can't even do that now, but you know, I will when I get the opportunity. You cook to, your so.
0: food, cook your food on a little uh, camp stove that is like four inches in diameter, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And everything you're going to eat goes right on top of that in that little cup or pot, mm. right?
1: I just find it so much fricking work. Like it's not enjoyable. Like it just feels like the whole thing is just more work than it would normally be. How is that a holiday? I guess for some people, you know, I guess if you lived in like a really densely populated place, which I don't like it, let's say you lived in like New York or something, which by the way, we do have listeners in New York now. Really? Yeah. As well as California, as well as Ireland,
0: even. I want to go to all those places. And, uh,
1: yeah. So I can see how, if you're in a densely populated place, then maybe, you know, it makes more sense that you would want to get away from that and you know enjoy nature but i you know i i lived i used to live near vancouver and our way of doing things was we would just go out to the lake for the day go out to the lake do your thing at the lake whether it's you know swimming boating hanging out whatever having a beer and then just go home and sleep in bed right isn't that way nicer
0: Yeah. Well, I don't camp, so right. Someday I've got I've got a tent. I need to I need to set it up once to make sure that everything's there. But it literally Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, has mm -hmm. never been set up since I bought it about six seven years ago. So
1: Hmm.
0: I'm very sad. I need to explore the the wilderness here. I just go set up in my backyard. Right, go feel it well, feel. Go test out sleeping on the ground.
1: Hmm. So then, the other thing I was thinking about was, excuse me, had that beer. The other thing I was thinking about was, uh, you know, how we talked about the Dodge Caravan. Yep. And I was talking about, wouldn't it be fun to like turbocharge it or supercharge it? Yeah. And so then I thought that'd be kind of funny just to Google that. There's like a huge community built around this. Yeah. Like people who are super into um, souping up their Dodge Caravans because like you said, it's the ultimate sleeper. Like you pull up at a traffic light next to like a Corvette or something with your Caravan and you just rip it. So I was, I was Googling it and I came across crazy stuff. Like there was like this guy who had turboed his uh, Caravan and he was killing these people at drag races he was just ripping it he was doing like 11 12 second uh 11 or 12 second <laughs> runs on a drag race with a caravan which if you know anything about drag races, that's fast like 11 12 seconds is fast and he was just killing he was destroying these guys in their sports cars and it's hilarious the only problem is um the particular caravan i have it's uh 3.3 liter What they're saying on here is if you were to do that to that van, basically the rods, which are the things that move your pistons up and down would basically explode. They would just fly out and your engine would just basically be completely destroyed within no time. So you have to basically like replace the engine. Like there are people who are super into this. They'll take the whole engine. They'll replace that engine with a stronger engine. They'll refit everything. They'll throw in a turbo it's a huge project and there's people on here that are all talking about all the tips that they do to to turbo their uh, caravans. Looks like turboing is more popular than supercharging. I don't know why. Hmm. Well, you should to be supercharging would be easier because supercharging, you basically just bolt on, right? Whereas a turbocharge, you got to do all kinds of crazy stuff.
0: I think the cheaper mod to do to your van that I could help with is we should make it into a convertible. We should just cut the roof off and you would have the only minivan convertible. Now there's that no roof could to put
1: harm back. the stability of the well, structure. I would think
0: now nah, more so than my rusty doors. We could, we could bolt some of those eye hooks into it. So we could strap the roof back on when it starts to rain. Like if you're going to go out in the rain, but just have it off. You got a whole van. Just it'd be like one of those tour buses, right? Hmm. That they go through New it York and sit it. on the, on the road, wherever they are so you can see the buildings and you could mm-hmm. do an uber turn it into an uber van and you could drive people around in a convertible minivan hmm. i think i think you should you
1: could do that where some people do it, where they'll chop down the vehicle and make it kind of like a low rider type vehicle have you ever seen that
0: yeah yeah but i'm yeah, talking like, about like like just those rat rods full or whatever. sky view from any seat in your van don't, don't even know, make it look good. Like we'll just take that the the Don't torch, even
1: make a Dodge Caravan look good. Did you hear what you just said there?
0: The cuts and we'll cut right through all the brackets and take it right <laughs> off. It will just be glass and no no frame above the glass. Just it will be so slick. Like
1: <laughs> This is reminding me of you know how you talked about that Ferrari the one guy had who he smashed his windshield yeah. within like a day or two of having it. The drive And then I looked yeah, and then I was looking up the shortest time a car has gone from being bought to being destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> and I found this. It's on driving.ca. It says, this is the shortest time a car has gone from new buy to write-off. It's a Volkswagen Polo, which I think is kind of like Europe's version of the Volkswagen Golf, if I'm correct. Okay. Okay. Excuse me for burping again. It's the beer. It says... In what surely must be a world record, a new car purchaser in India rolled over there, just bought Volkswagen Polo, oh, India, not Europe, before they even got off the dealership property. (laughs) Less than 100 feet after first turning new tire on tarmac. Uh, It says here, um, the V-Dub was someone's new car for exactly nine seconds. The time it took from the dealership personnel congratulating the owner Till the time it bounces off a parked car and veers into the dealership service gate and flips over. So, if you go to driving.ca and you want, you can watch a video of this. Uh, again, it's called This is the Shortest Time a Car Has Gone from New Buy to Write Off. Nine seconds.
0: Oh, wow. <laughs> Could you like, imagine? That, wow. It's so frustrating.
1: Yeah. It would be, especially with everybody filming you and watching your video of you doing that to yourself.
0: Wow. Hey, you just brought up a good point. How many pictures do you think were taken of that accident? I
1: don't know. They just got the one video here.
0: So the question I had was how many pictures will be taken in 2020? Because you've got most people taking pictures of stuff and they don't just take one because they're not sure if it's going to turn out properly they take a bunch and then go back later right yeah like if you take a
1: picture usually take three or four right and hopefully you get one that's good
0: so i'm on this uh this website focus.myleo.com and they're they're quoting um key point intelligence so these guys at tries to amass this weird kind of information and they asked them about the same thing. How many photos this year, 2020? Hmm. Like how
1: many photos everybody in the
0: world has taken in a year? Well, we'll take this year because mm. every year there's more cameras, there's more phones, there's more camera sure, phones, of right? So their, their estimate is over 1.4 trillion photos. Wow. Okay. Now, we've been taking pictures for a long time with our phones and mm-hmm. digital cameras before that. Mm-hmm. I was wondering, and this is an impossible question to answer, but how much how much resources, how many resources do we use to store all those pictures? Because we talk about wasted you know, we, 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 we're very, um, you know, plastics and, and we're, we're we like, throw, if you're looking at
1: like the carbon footprint of all the production, that, that's production right. That goes so if into you're that. looking
0: at the foot, the, even the carbon footprint of storing all these photographs, because right, right. The, 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 the power used to take these pictures, the power used to store them. It's inconceivable. It's massive. And then I'm going through my pictures on my phone, Uh, a few days ago going, I don't need that one. I don't need that one. I've got 20 pictures of the same thing. Do I need them all? Yeah, but maybe I don't see a slight difference in this one versus that one. So I'm going to keep them Mm -hmm. all. So my phone has all these. I never delete
1: photos. I've got loads of stuff on there. That's just
0: whatever. And then Mm -hmm. the next question that comes to mind is, how many pictures am I in that I haven't, haven't been taken with my phone? Like, let's say hmm. you've got pictures of me and then how many pictures might I be in on other people's phones?
1: Wow. A lot of people take pictures of you, right? Not
0: just phones, but on, on <laughs> in fo- photographs, right?
1: Yeah. I'm very, what are you Zach Zac Efron now or something? Everybody's taking pictures of you.
0: <laughs> don't tell everyone that I'm Ryan. I work this podcast. <laughs>
1: not, no, it's like when
0: you're walking by, when you're, when, when you're in front of something that people are taking pictures of, you're in that photograph unless they delete it. Oh, well, I see what you're saying. Right. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, sure. and so I was thinking, how can I get in more other people's photographs?
1: So you're like photo everybody?
0: Well, you don't want to do it intentionally because then they'll delete you. Hmm. But is there something that we I could do? Maybe go stand by the Eiffel Tower, right? And be in everybody's photos while I'm there. But how would you identify reason?
1: me? Like, what's your motivation?
0: See, I have a lot, of t- a lot of time on my hands, and I'm thinking of things to do to entertain myself. So, is there something that I could wear that would signify? Me. So you could see Ryan in like thousands of people's Facebook photos that they post of visiting the Eiffel Tower. Get
1: one of those like Where's Waldo Tooks? Yeah. The the red and white one with the pom-pom.
0: Right. Hmm. And then maybe go to Lake Louise, hide Hmm. out in the trees, just kind of be there in the background. and Be Where's Ryan? Where's Ryan? It (laughs) could become a thing for our podcast. We could promote globally this thing. Where's Ryan? And get people to find me on their friends, Facebook pages and stuff. It's probably a dumb com- idea. Sorry. I even yeah. Brought it sounds it up. like a dumb idea. Let's talk no about offense. something else. No offense. Or I did okay. have one
1: more topic, but I don't know. We could save it for another time. We're already pretty far into this.
0: Yeah, probably. What probably. do you think, yeah, I think we're done.
1: And I never actually did that. Uh, Prohibition. One, you know how we talked about St. Pierre and Miquelon being used as a way that they transported alcohol
0: the to islands the off of uh, Newfoundland? I never
1: touched on that topic since then. I'd like to address that at some point.
0: We we didn't already?
1: No, we I have a whole thing about prohibition I was going to talk about that. It was kind of cool cuz there's a lot of actual um laws from prohibition that are still actually in effect. Huh. Believe okay.
0: Okay, we'll discuss that another time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Let's cool. sign off. All and right, go to sleep. Well, Thank you thanks for listening. for listening
1: to this <laughs> group podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay, it's like the bad call. Just hang up the phone. <laughs> just, just yeah, it's it great. <laughs> Good night. Good night.